0: If you're tired of dieting and stepping on the scale, you're lacking energy and confidence, and you're ready to harness your inner athlete, then you're in the right place. I'm Sherry Shaban, and in each episode, I'll help you to rebuild your fitness identity and empower your deepest transformation so that health and fitness are not just what you do, but who you are. What's up athletes? Welcome back to the show. Back in 2018 at my gym, CrossFit Il bazard I launched a 28 day transformation program. Now this program was geared towards women and the objective was to help transition a group of women into CrossFit. So back at the time there was a lot of stigma around CrossFit and most people that I spoke to always mentioned that they thought CrossFit was for the super young and fit or You had to be really fit in order to join or you had to lift a lot of weights and you'd get really bulky. So I wanted to abolish these limiting beliefs. So for the 28-day transformation, the objective was to follow a 28-day meal plan where we focused on eating primarily whole foods and meal prepping and then to do three 20-minute body weight only high intense workouts every single week. Now, when we're talking about high intensity, we are talking about relative intensity that is appropriate to each person. But during the program launch at the nutrition workshop, it became really clear very quickly that this program was going to take a life of its own. As I watched the women become vulnerable and open up and start to share what was truly going on in their lives, it was obvious that transformation was not just about diet and exercise. But it was deeper than that it was about holding on to this false sense of identity it was about holding on to these limiting beliefs that was creating the greatest blocks for us so as i listened in i started to realize that this program was going to be a little bit different than what i had originally anticipated but at the end of these 28 days when it was time to transition into crossfit the women wanted to keep going they wanted another 90 days. So I created a 90 day transformation. And at the end of those 90 days, they still wanted to keep going. So I created another 90 days and that's when the transformation tribe at CrossFit Il Bezard was born. This program not only focused on nutrition and eating whole foods and doing these 20 minute workouts throughout our week, but we also spoke about morning routines and the importance of creating non-purposeful movement We spoke about abolishing limiting beliefs and strengthening our mindset, changing the way that we see things. Very soon, I wanted to create this program online. I wanted to share it with so many more people. This was amazing. It wasn't wasn't just about our physical bodies that we were always constantly focused on, but instead it was about all of the other internal stuff. So I brought the program online just right before the pandemic and slowly it started to morph into a six week transformation and then an advanced transformation program and now it is called Advanced Power and i have leveraged every ounce of every information i've ever learned in my last 20 years inside this program and not only do we have access to unlimited workouts either follow along or grab and go and tons of calls and and mindset focusing but we also run challenges inside this group every couple of months and the challenge that we're currently running right now is a six-week habit challenge and i want to share with you the little clip that I created for this challenge around the 10 habits of the successful athlete. Now I've shared the 10 habits with you earlier on this podcast, but I think it's worth repeating because I think sometimes we forget how the smallest habits create the greatest impact for us. But before we get into that, I wanna remind you athletes that I do have a free meal plan download for you on my website, fallinlovewithfitness.com that can help you get started. It is not a diet, but it's a way to balance your macros and then slowly start to adapt the plan to make it your own. And I also want to remind you that if you go ahead and review this podcast and you give me a five stars, send me a screenshot of that to my Instagram or Facebook at Sherry Shaban Fitness and I have a very special gift for you. You will enter the drawing to win my six week transformation program. All right, athletes, now let's get to the 10 habits of the successful athletes with a couple of notes in mind to maybe start incorporating some of these habits right away into our day. Remember, I'm always a resource for you. So if you have any questions, you can always reach out at Sherry Shaban Fitness or on my website, fallinlovewithfitness.com. I'm gonna talk to you about the 10 habits of the successful athlete and I'm going to keep it as brief as possible because I have attached in the link below a link to my podcast where I speak in greater detail about these 10 habits but what I want you to know is these 10 habits are something that I have recognized over the last 20 years experiencing success and unsuccessful attempts of transformation with athletes that I have worked with. There are 10 points that I always see in every single athlete that creates massive transformation. And it's not what you think. It's not just about how they're eating or a magic diet formula or a magic way of training, but instead it encompasses many different areas of life. So I just want to share this with you today really quickly so that you have a good understanding as to what we are accomplishing over these next six weeks. So the first habit of the successful athlete and this is the one that I really want you to think about today out of all of the habits that I'm going to share with you. This is the one that I really want you to focus on and this habit is around having a strong why every successful athlete has a very strong why a very strong purpose to why they are doing this a very strong driving force. Now, many of us start challenges or we start training programs because we're focused on the outcome. We're focused on the result. Oftentimes we want to release weight, lose weight. We want to shred. We want to tone. We want to change our body. We want to change our physical appearance. And therefore, we start something because the goal is at the end of these six weeks or two months or three months or whatever it is of work. I want to look a certain way. And I'm going to ask you if you've done that before, has that ever worked for you in the long term? It may have been successful throughout that short period of time that you were focused on it, but long-term it does not work. Why? Because it's not a strong enough driving force. There's no emotion around it. There's nothing that excites us. We want a strong why to stick to that helps us get right back on track. Anytime we feel derailed or we feel that we are lacking motivation. Several of you know my story around my back injury. And so for me, my strong why has everything to do with the fact that i get to do this i get to train i get to use my body in a way that allows me to enjoy the things that i love so every time i don't feel like working out or i feel tired or i feel that i'm just not in the mood i constantly remind myself sherry you don't have to do this you get to do this there could have been a time where you didn't have to do this so for me that is my why so if you are here today for the objective of a physical outcome, please, I want you to rethink it. What will keep you going long-term? What is really gonna keep you sticking to this in a way where it becomes a part of your identity or a part of your life? That is your why. Think about the person that you want to become and not that goal that you wanna accomplish. I want to be the person who works out every day or who goes for a walk every day or who chooses to eat the foods that serve her because that's who she is. I don't want to just do this because I have X number of pounds that I want to release. I want to become that person. So please rethink your why. Now the second habit of the successful athlete is that they schedule their success. They don't just leave their nutrition or their meal prep or their workouts to a time where they're suddenly free. No, it's scheduled in advance. At the start of the week, they know exactly which day they're doing the workout at the time that they've scheduled it in. So you'll find that if you don't create that schedule, if you don't create that consistency around when you want to do your workout, when you wanna do your Tabata, when you want to go for your walk, when you want to implement that habit, Then it's going to be very hard to suddenly find the time for it because i am a mom of two kids that are very demanding their schedules are crazy i have a very irregular schedule i'm all over the place if i don't know what time i'm going to train The chances are by the end of the day, it's less and less likely that I will come back to that workout. Have you noticed that, too? If you don't set out that time earlier in the day by 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. when it's dinner time or now we've had dinner and now we're hanging out in front of the TV or just unwinding for the day. It's really hard to get ourselves going. So the successful athlete knows in advance when they're going to do that commitment and that helps to create consistency. Number three, the successful athlete has non-negotiables. So just as picking up my kids from school or bringing them to school or doing my grocery shopping or cleaning my house is non-negotiable, so is my self-care. My self-care is not just what I'm eating and how much I'm exercising. That's me managing my stress. That's me making sure I get enough sleep. That's me making sure I'm hydrating. That's me making sure I'm spending time in an environment of people that are going to support me and encourage me and challenge me in a positive way, not bring me down and talk about other people. These are all parts of my diet and my self-care. So the successful athlete has non-negotiables around their health care. If I've scheduled in, that's habit number two, a certain time to train, that is non-negotiable. I am going to do that workout unless there is an emergency, unless my house is on fire, unless I get hit by a truck. Sorry, I know that's very, very severe and a little bit violent, but think about it. That's what it means to be non-negotiable. No matter what you would show up for your kids, no matter what you would show up for work or or do anything that is required of you. So your self-care has to be viewed in the exact same way. Number four. The successful athlete has an identity around being an athlete. Now, I've just said the word athlete 30 times throughout this video, and you see it constantly on my Facebook feeds or in my content. So what does that mean? Being an athlete is a mindset. It is not about being a professional athlete that gets paid to play the sport. It's about a person who focuses on training because it serves them, who focuses on certain activities because it serves them because that's what they feel that they are meant to do. It is a person who focuses on nutrition because it serves them. It fuels their training. It helps them recover. It helps them sleep. It's not a person that has to diet and exercise. A athlete is a person who lives their life in that way where their self-care is non-negotiable, where every aspect of their life is catered around that identity. So if you start to absorb and adopt that identity, you're gonna start noticing that you're creating certain decisions around your life based on that identity. You're going to turn down certain things because you know it doesn't serve you, not because, oh, I can't eat that, I'm on a diet, no. We know that if I have that thing, it's going to make me feel bloated. It's going to interrupt my training. I'm not gonna be able to sleep well at night. So having that mindset around being that successful athlete, being that athlete that is constantly focusing on what serves them, removes that feeling of guilt when we have something that we're not allowed to have. So we don't view food as good or bad when we are an athlete. We view we view food and exercise as this is going to help me achieve the goal that i want to achieve and i can have it if i want i choose to not have it because i know it does not serve me if i have a big training or workout to do tomorrow i'm not going to drink three glasses of wine because that doesn't serve me for tomorrow not because i'm not allowed to because i'm on a diet so i hope you understand my gist that change in mindset removes that have to removes that pressure that removes that that label of good and bad. But instead, it allows us to make a choice based on what's going to make us feel the best. And that's really the key. When I continue to say serve what serves me or what does not serve me, I'm really hyper focused on how's it going to make me feel? How's it going to make me perform? How is it going to help me recover? Now, number five habit of the successful athlete is around being surrounded in the right environment. I speak about this often because I cannot stress how important being surrounded by the right social circle and the right environment is detrimental to our success. When we are surrounded in the right social circle, as we are now in this group, in this challenge, we are going to help each other achieve our goals. If we are surrounded by people who are bringing us down or who are talking us out of our goals or who are constantly reminding us of all the times that we failed or how we're not good enough or how hard this is going to be and how much commitment this must take. Well, very soon we're gonna realize that we're gonna start walking our way out of this goal and out of this challenge because let's face it, we are the product of the five people that we spend the most time with. Whoever we spend the most time with, we start to speak like them, we start to act like them, we start to think like them and we are highly influenced by them. So choosing people in our social circle that are pushing us that are maybe ahead of us people that we are chasing and then others that we are trying to pull along others that we are trying to help as well is super important when it comes to success because our environment is everything now number six habit of the successful athlete is around having a morning routine a morning ritual now I've shared with some of you in the past what my morning ritual is I generally wake up at 4 30 or 5 This is something that I've taken many, many years to get to. But I wake up at that time. I take a moment to meditate. I have a little candle ritual that I do and I I meditate. I go through a chakra balancing. I have singing bowls, crystal singing bowls that I play and I take a moment to journal. I do some yoga and I just prepare for the day. I also use I am statements. So these are statements that are very empowering. They are descriptive around my personality. There's something we are actually constantly using on a day to day basis, but not generally in a positive way. If you notice, we're constantly saying things like "Uh, I am lazy, I am tired, uh, I'm such a loser, I'm so forgetful. I am right. So we, we say these words and these phrases on constant repeat all day long but oftentimes not in a positive way. So what I do in my morning is I start off that that morning with positive I am statements just to create that excitement around what I want to accomplish in the day. I set an intention to, to my day. So an intention is I am going to be patient all day long. I'm going to be patient. I'm going to be kind. And so when that person cuts me off while I'm driving, I remember my intention for the day. I'm going to be patient. I'm going to be kind. And now my morning routine could also involve movement. It could involve maybe a supplement that I take in the morning. It could involve drinking two glasses of water before I reach for my coffee. It could involve having a green juice. Now there's so many ways to do it. The successful athlete has a morning ritual to help them set up for their day. Now, number seven is around non-purposeful exercise. So one of the habits of the successful athlete is that they focus on all of the other hours and minutes of the day that they have not uh, accommodated or have not allotted to training. So think about it. Number two, habit number two, we're going to set our schedule for the week, right? So imagine we've got three workouts to do, we've got, they're 20 minutes long, we've got two Tabatas to do, they're four minutes long. So that's only what, 68 minutes out of the entire week? Well, what are we doing with the rest of that time? The successful athlete makes massive use of that remaining time by being as active as possible. So that means that I'm not just going to work out when it's time to work out, but the rest of the time I'm going to be sedentary. I'm going to be sitting at my desk or I'm going to be sitting on my couch. So the successful athlete finds ways to incorporate non-purposeful exercise into their day. The purposeful exercise is what we schedule in. That's on purpose, That's that's we've made time for that, we've committed to that. The non-purposeful es- exercise is the remaining time of the day. And for many of us, we don't use that time as efficiently as possible. So I'm gonna ask you, how can you be more active in your day? How can you incorporate more daily steps? I have a watch that I'm not wearing at the moment, but that records all of my daily steps and I try my best to take calls while I'm on a walk. I try my best to if I'm putting away laundry to try and go up and down the stairs as many times as possible, carrying one article at a time to put it away because I know that every movement is extra steps for me. And when I'm feeling like I'm thirsty or I want a glass of water, I avoid asking my daughter to go grab me a glass of water. I do my best to get up and get stuff on my own. If I'm missing something, I I go and I get it on my own. And then by the end of the day, I have so many steps that are accumulated. So this is something that we can all do, even if we feel like we are lacking time. It's about being creative. Can I park a little bit further at the grocery store? Do I need to be right at the door or can I park a little bit further? If I'm using the bus, can I get off uh, maybe a stop or two earlier and walk? Is there a way that maybe I can be more active? Maybe I can get a dog and walk more. So. Think of ways to really take advantage of that non purposeful exercise because that is where the magic happens. I'm just going to give you a number. I'm going to throw it out there and I'm just going to let you think about it for a moment. If we commit to walking 10,000 steps per day, getting a minimum of 10,000 steps per day, depending on our body weight, we are burning an extra 400 to 600 calories. Now I am not a calorie girl. I don't count calories. I don't know how much things weigh, but I like math. And here's what's really interesting. Imagine I burn four to 600 extra calories per day by walking 10,000 steps. Well, what would happen after 10 days? That's the equivalent of almost 4,000 extra calories or 6,000 extra calories that I have burned simply by walking, simply by being more active. Now, why is that interesting? Because 3,500 calories is one pound of fat. One pound of fat makes up 3,500 calories. So imagine by just simply incorporating extra movement, extra walking, I can start to release weight without having to restrict my diet, without having to... Spend more time in the gym and exercising. I just have to find a way to be more creative and the beauty of this too Is that because we are working in a fat adaptive state? So we're using more fat as fuel while we're walking. It's low impact. It's it's low heart rate um, We are not triggering that need for sugar. We're not triggering extra hunger if we were to run extra or to have a higher heart rate output While we're doing any sort of cardiovascular activity, we would stimulate that hunger. We would stimulate those cravings. So sorry, nerd alert. I just had to throw it in there because I want you to understand how important these non-negotiable, sorry, these, these non-purposeful hours are in our day, how important they are to really take the most advantage out of them. I know I'm getting so excited talking about this. All right. Habit number eight. Habit number eight is around consistency. Consistency is what drives results. The successful athlete is consistent, it does not matter if it's Christmas or if it's summertime, it does not matter if they are on vacation, it does not matter what time of the year they are or where they are, they are consistent in showing up for themselves with their non-negotiables. They know they're non-negotiables, they continue to show up for themselves no matter what the circumstances are. Now, consistency is really important to create success as I just mentioned. The issue, however, is that most of us, whenever we are looking at creating a new habit, which we are doing in this challenge, or we're looking for implementing some new things in our life or creating that goal, we are always focused on intensity first. We're not focused on consistency. So it's New Year's, we are setting resolutions. We're going to decide that this year, I'm going to be super active. This year, I'm gonna be in the best shape of my life. I'm gonna work out five days a week. Even though currently I'm working out zero, I'm just going to work out five days a week. And so I've added right away intensity first before consistency. And this is where the issue is. There's only so long that we can keep that up for. It is too much and doesn't allow our body a chance to adapt. And it doesn't allow us to experiment and to see if it's even right for us. So please focus first on consistency before intensity. Maybe instead the goal is I'm you know what I'm going to just Start working out twice a week. And we'll see how that goes for 10 15 minutes and just slowly, slowly build on to that. And then after a few weeks, you know what? Now I think I can bring it up one more day. Oh, now I can do 20 minutes and slowly build on to that. Adding intensity over time, maintaining that consistency. Consistency drives results, not intensity. It is consistency. Find a way to start and never ever stop. That is the goal and the secret to success. Can I start this and never, never stop for the rest of my life? How can I do that? Well, I have to be consistent. I have to find a way to make it happen no matter what. And I have to honor my body on the days where it doesn't feel right. I shouldn't push so much. And on the days where I feel like I have more energy. Well, that's the day that I can demand a little bit more from myself. All right. Habit number nine. This one, this one is my favorite one because it took me the longest to master. And that is around celebrating success, celebrating the wins. Now, tell me, be honest, how many times after you achieve something, do you actually sit in your greatness and think about, wow, I can't believe I just did that. That's really awesome. That's really great. And just sit in it. We don't do that in general. We're we're such high achievers. We're constantly looking at what's next. What's more? What more do I have to do? What more do I have to do? And it was one of my mentors who challenged me this to this one time. She saw that over the course of the year. I had launched so many things. I had done so many things and yet I wasn't happy. I was still focused on me achieving more expecting more of myself. And she said to me, Sherry, I challenge you this week to sit in your greatness for one hour every Thursday. And I was like what sit in my greatness like what does that even mean how can I possibly sit in my greatness and so I started doing that it was hard it was another muscle I had to build so I sat down with a journal and just focused on all of the awesome things I had done that week everything I did for my kids everything I did for my household everything I did for myself how I showed up lovingly for myself everything that I did for others everything that I did to help others Everything that I did for work, everything that I did in every area of my life, in my relationships. So can you do that too? Can you start to celebrate your wins instead of focusing constantly on what you're not doing? What's not going right? What more do you still have to do, right? And I hear this so much as well from athletes. Every time I would congratulate them at the gym and say, amazing, you finished your workout they would always say yeah but i didn't finish it all on time or i used the lighter weight or yeah but this person you know was better than me and constantly focusing on what was missing and so when we focus on our wins we are constantly reminding ourselves of our achievement it helps us raise our confidence if you are a mom if you're watching this and you can relate then imagine If you tell your kid every single time they do something amazing, every time they they have a great accomplishment, you tell them how amazing they are. You celebrate with them, you acknowledge them, you honor them for what they've done. Does that not encourage them to want to do more and more and more? Well, it's the same thing for us too. When we celebrate our wins, we show up confident and we only want to do more because we know we can. All right, finally, number 10. This is also another one that many of us struggle with. The 10th habit of the successful athlete is that they see every failure as an opportunity to learn. Can we do that too? Every single time something goes wrong, every single time we get derailed, can we learn from it and empower ourselves to do better next time instead of feeling like we're defeated or feeling like we should give up or feeling like no matter how much we try, it's not going to work now i promise you that behind every success story that you've ever heard that you've ever seen on social media is a thousand fails nobody really shows us their fails they just show us the success so before you get your first pull-up you had to work on it for so many times there were so many fails before you got your first push-up the same thing before you completed anything before you mastered anything there were so many fails and i don't even like to say that word because I don't actually believe that we fail. I believe that we learn, we grow, we learn, that's it. And there is nothing else in between. How beautiful is it that every time we see that something didn't go as planned, it is an opportunity to learn and to improve. I mean, that is priceless. So please think of every single little mishap that you have throughout this entire journey. This journey that will last a lifelong is an opportunity to learn and to grow and to improve. There are no limiting beliefs. It's not that time passes and we get older and we are able to do less. None of that is true. We have to really make sure we're surrounded by the right type of people and learning the right types of thing, knowing that every single time something did not work out, it's because we just have to try again and maybe, maybe fine tune a few things, but we cannot give up. All right, athletes, those are my 10 habits of the successful athlete. And you'll notice a lot of them is mindset a lot of them here that we've gone through is around surrounding ourselves in the right environment. It's around celebrating our wins. It's around focusing on that schedule and things like this. So what we're going to be working on in the next six weeks are actionable steps. And you're going to see every single week, you're going to be able to follow the habit and add on and remember to post your habit every single week to let us all know that you are committed and you are incorporating them and adding up every week. All right, athletes, you got this. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fall In Love With Fitness. Whether you're already on your fitness journey or just getting started, we're in this together. Just head on over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a review, and you'll be entered into the drawing to win my six-week transformation course. Then go to fallinlovewithfitness.com and get your free gift from me so you get back your energy and reinvigorate your life. Join me on the next episode, and remember, you are an inspiration.